Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Hello, Ananga. It's lovely to be with you again today for the Anxiety Slayer listener questions. Love that we are receiving so many heartfelt questions and that we can be supportive by answering those questions together in this format. Yeah, me too. It's lovely to be hooking up with you today and to be hearing from our listeners. The question that we received that we wanted to cover today is as follows. Hello, I've been dealing with anxiety for a little over two years and I want to be able to deal with it more. It has been hard for me and I run or hide from things or people or even travel because of this anxiety. Wow, you know, that's that really is the overarching feeling of anxiety, isn't it? It is. And it is hard. It's hard when we run or hide from things. And I think the first thing that I learned that helped me about that is not to make it hard on ourselves. You know, when we're feeling anxious, we're feeling unwell. We're not feeling ourselves. We're not feeling confident and in control and able to deal with things. And if we have a really bad head cold, we'll call off traveling or hanging out with other people sometimes. Or if there's something else up with us, then we do shy away from situations when we don't feel well enough to handle them. But it seems that when it's a physical thing, you know, an obviously physical thing, we're okay with that. We don't feel well, we've got those symptoms, so we don't engage and we step back. But when it comes to anxiety or other things that are affecting our mind, we tend to be very hard on ourselves. But actually, is the hardest thing to deal with something when you're anxious and when your mind doesn't feel strong. That's more tough than a head cold. It's more tough than many other physical situations. So it really helped me to learn to be gentle about that. And I have some people around me, some friends, some people that I really admire who will choose to step back from social situations as they're going into the older stage of their life because they find it too much. Sometimes they Mm -hmm. find travel too much. And sometimes, even though I don't suffer from anxiety anywhere near like I used to when I was young, but I will still step back from travel and social situations if I think they're going to be uncomfortable for me. And it's, it's our right to do so. I agree with you. I think that we often get trapped in that place of what we should do versus what is in our best interest. I can empathize with our listener in the way that she sometimes feels like she wants to run and hide from things or people or travel or or what have you. That's something that still will come up for me or occasionally before a, a school function for my daughter or a social event, or right before giving a speech. And I'm grateful to have a technique to work with to ground me, to remind me that, oh, okay, this is something that happens before you have to put yourself out there, before you have to enter into the world. And part of that is being an introvert, and part of that is dealing with anxiety. So when our listener talks about dealing with it more, I think the very best place we can start is to pick a technique to work with. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's important to begin with something that resonates with you. There are lots of things you can do. 
breathing techniques, guided relaxations, yoga or tai chi, EFT tapping, so many things to try. And I think it's important to have an open mind, an open heart and be playful and experimental about it and just look at the possibilities of techniques available and start with something that you think, well, okay, I'm more comfortable with that. That might work for me. You might prefer to be guided into relaxation. You might prefer to be guided through a breathing exercise, or you might enjoy a class situation of trying some yoga or tai chi. Although again, if social anxiety is an issue that might not be appropriate, you might want to do that with a DVD and follow a class at home. Just find something that you can resonate with that you think might help you relax and give yourself some space and just help yourself feel more secure and more settled. It's such a loving way to care for ourselves. And I know that for many people who haven't learned techniques or who are just doing the best they can without knowing what those techniques are, it's often helpful to reach out to women like us, to the Anxiety Slayer site, or to a friend or family member, and ask them what's worked for them in the past. We talk about the power of proof and how borrowing someone else's success until you find your own is a beautiful bridge from where you might be in a place of not knowing what to do to, well, this worked for my friend, I'm going to give it a try. Yeah, definitely take inspiration from others who have tackled their anxiety, who have conquered their anxiety. I'm in a very different place now to where I was 20 years ago, and that was because I was fortunate enough to learn from others who knew how to run their minds more smoothly. That's how we all start. That's the natural model of learning, and I think it's a very wonderful thing when you can just give yourself the space to understand that we all suffer with different things at different times. Armed with that knowledge, how are we going to find help now? And it's definitely a very supportive and effective first step is to find somebody who you can resonate with who has tackled that problem and learn from them. And it might be face-to-face. It might be via an audio program from your library or a book or a YouTube video. Just find someone that you think, okay, I can listen to them and I can learn from them and spend time with them. Do it. And I think the other key is also to to look at this as a learning, as a teaching, as something that incrementally improves over time. That gets us back to the power of persistence, staying with it, figuring out what works best for you. Absolutely. And that's something that I learned from Gary Craig, who's the uh, founder of EFT Tapping, Emotional Freedom Techniques. He always talks about the power of persistence, of keeping going. We need to persist. We need to keep applying the techniques that help and we have to chip away initially. But you get to a point where you reach a tipping point and all of a sudden you see some clearing and you realize that you're really making progress. So it's very important to take the pressure off, stick with it and just organically let yourself move forward until you begin to feel more calm, more in control and feel that relief of anxiety lifting and anxiety being manageable. And that all comes from the power of persistence. Really, really important. I think this is a perfect time to summarize what we've just covered. Number one, pick a technique to work with, experiment, find out what is comfortable for you. 
Number two, if you feel like you're not really sure what that looks like, the power of proof is incredible. Borrow someone else's success until you find your own. And then third, the power of persistence and how to stay with it and incrementally continue to learn and eventually conquer the anxiety that you struggle with. Might be worth writing them down, sticking them on your fridge or somewhere prominent or inside your journal. And just keep that with you and know that it's like that for everyone. Sometimes we feel that we've made great progress and then we feel unwell again and and there's a challenge, but it doesn't mean we've lost it all. You are allowed to have an off day, but if you keep going, you will come back up again. You will bounce back. And every time you apply these techniques, you build a bit of inner confidence and inner strength in what's going to get you through and what's going to really help you. It's a pleasure to answer listener questions directly, and we hope that you'll continue to send us your questions and we'll support you in the best way we possibly can. In the meantime, you're welcome to visit Anxiety Slayer at anxietyslayer.com, visit our Slayer store, and you will receive loads of supportive tools to help you feel calm and in control of stress and anxiety. That's why we're here. Thanks so much, Ananga. A pleasure to come together with you again, and I look forward to our next session. Thanks for listening to Anxiety Slayer. We hope you found this podcast supportive and invite you to visit the Slayer store for our new offering, EFT for Anxiety, your comprehensive touchstone for emotional freedom technique. You can find the Slayer store at anxietyslayer.com.